It's that time again. It's time for another episode of Legally Unfiltered, a legal podcast and radio show that talks about legal issues facing you and legal issues throughout the media. This is attorney Franz Borkhardt. I'm here with attorney Richard Sprinkle, and we're going to talk today about use of criminals in the criminal justice system to fight crime. And this spawns, Richard, this spawns itself from an article that went viral. Uh, It was actually a social media post that went viral uh, from the sheriff's uh, office of Jennings County, Indiana. There was a post. There was a post about it was in fact, it was kind of like an advertisement um, advertising attention drug dealers. If you if you're tired of the competition you have, uh, let us know and we're going to help get competition out of your hair. And and I'm paraphrasing, Richard, so I want to make sure that I have the exact the exact lingo here. But essentially, it was an advertisement, an advertisement asking drug dealers to effectively snitch on other drug dealers to help, you know, weed out the competition. Um, The advertisement asked for name of the drug dealer, you know, license plate, information about when they deal, whatnot. And the sheriff's office, you know, would anonymously take these forms and, and help help the drug dealers, you know, with with, you know, the free market of their existence. So this caught our eye, obviously, because we work and play in the criminal justice system. And, and, you know, there was a lot of chuckles about this, but, you know, it's becoming a new trend and it's not even a new trend. It's the trend uh, to utilize individuals in the criminal justice world to help fight crime. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and this we've look from a national international level, we've had drug dealers, drug cartel people working with governments before, you know, at the local level, it happens, it happens a lot, folks. Um, you know, if you're a low level drug dealer, or if you're a low level drug possessor, and you get clipped by the cops during a traffic stop, it is not uncommon that police officers will look at you and say, look, I'm going to give an opportunity, give you an opportunity to help yourself. And even if the police officers don't do it, many times the prosecution will, because mm-hmm. there's always a bigger fish to fry. And it's way more fun for the prosecutor to reel in the big fish than just the guy driving along with, you know, two ounces of weed on him. I think what's interesting about this is one, besides put the comedy component of this to the side for a second. Must I think, we? Because it's funny. As oh, all man. Get out. It, it's, it's original. I, I haven't seen anything like this before. But but let's talk about a couple of practical things. First of all, do you think that this is actually going to be effective? Do you think drug dealers are going to snitch on other drug dealers spontaneously? Or do you think there's, quote unquote, honor amongst thieves? Uh, There's not honor amongst competing thieves. We know that. There's no honor amongst competing thieves. So do I think people will rat each other out? I think some may actually fall into this because we've seen it before where the you know come on down to the convention center and win a free boat Uh, i think that was on the simpsons deal where they're making fun of you know convincing people to come down and register for something and then lo and behold oh we just ran your name and there's warrants out for you so they just did a big roundup people fall for that kind of stuff when the police put it out there now if i'm sitting around in in a, a town somewhere and I'm making my living by dealing illicit drugs and I have a way to take out the competition without potentially facing a murder charge down the road it might not be a bad thing to drop a dime on somebody if I can make an anonymous tip I don't, I don't know well I mean it's an anonymous tip what do the police do with it once they get it um, you know the form 
suggests or requests, you know, information on, hey, let us know the next time they're going to be doing their trade, so to speak. So, I mean, I guess they would do a surveillance. They would do, you know, either do a control buy, which for those who are uninitiated, a control buy is when the police get a citizen or a, another accused individual cooperating uh, a suspect. A licensed drug dealer. A licensed drug dealer <laughs> to basically do what what we call a control buy, which is to purchase drugs while being surveyed um, and use that evidence to convict an arrest. So, um, you know, I don't know. I don't I, I guess from my standpoint, I don't think this is going to be effective. I don't I, I think they're going to get a lot of goofy, goofy prank forms being filled out. Well, of course, uh, I, I don't know that your 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 hardened drug dealers in that community are going to are going to be trusting of the police. You know what this is really about? What's that? Is it an election year in that state? It, I don't know if it's an election year. Is in it that sure state. is a cool campaign move. Right. You know, well, is it, though? Oh, sure. I, you know, there are a lot of people, and that brings me up to my next point, though. A lot of people don't like us letting criminals work with police in the justice system. And more to the point, a lot of people, now, now it's not necessarily this case, but a lot of people don't like cutting criminals' deals mm-hmm. for cooperating. And it's, you know, they, they, they recognize it's a necessary evil, but it just doesn't. But you know, this, those... The, those people don't know how the sausage is made. They, well, they don't get it. Well, uh, you know, think about it from the perspective of the outside world. You're 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 giving someone who has committed a crime leniency, less jail time, sure. some kind of benefit, some kind of uh, incentive to essentially roll or rat on other criminals, and you're giving them an award. And you know, and and look, we we play in the federal court system. That's how a lot of federal prosecutions work is you go after the top and, and the top cooperates and goes down and gives you more people or you go after a bottom and the bottom gives you more people. And, sure, and you go you work the ladder. With, yeah. So, I mean, I, I have no problem. I have no problem with police utilizing resources such as in, informants, uh, criminals that they've arrested, individuals and, and working their way up the ladder. It gets a, it becomes a slippery slope sometimes when you're you're talking about rewards. Are you not going to prosecute them? Are you going to give them less jail time? In the state systems, it sometimes leads to not ha- not being arrested. Sure, you know, um, you know, and it you know that's a favorable outcome for that individual. In the federal system, it may mean less jail time. Right. So, but there are a lot of folks out there that don't like the fact that our our law enforcement guys are working with criminals. Well, if you think about it, big picture, uh, it is better, you know, maybe not in the case where a cooperative informant or, or, or somebody who's cooperating with the, the authorities, it may not be better in the sense when that individual receives no jail time. But in, an, in a sense where, let's say, somebody's facing 15 to 20 years. And that's usually probably a federal deal. Um, But they do a little cooperating. And that 15 to 20 gets knocked down to a 10-year sentence. All right. In exchange for knocking that down to a 10-year sentence, we're probably going to pick up two or three other offenders as well. They will all end up in jail. So essentially, yeah, you gave up some of the time you were going to hang on one guy, but you possibly took two, three, four, ten more off the street. Well, you you arguably are making the community safer, right? Exactly. And, and let's play this out to its logical conclusion. If the drug dealers start snitching and rolling on other drug dealers, at some point, 
there's only going to be one, right? If this is effective, you know, I, I think there can be only one. Yeah, it's, it's the Highlander scenario, right? There's only going to be one. But I think you're going to have, if it's working, you could theoretically have cross-snitching where Timmy snitches on Bobby, who snitches on Jerome, who snitches on 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 Bobby, who snitches on... I envision know. a world where dudes are, are, are literally setting each other up. Like, I'll go tape a brick under somebody's car and... Uh, and uh, you know, call drop a dime on the cops and and have them come on by. Uh, I'm yeah. envisioning you know this so, getting real. So at a local level, at a local level, and look, this is definitely creative. This is definitely amusing, and it's definitely interesting that they're utilizing Facebook, social media. Um, this has gotten national attention. It's it's gone viral. Sure. Um, you know, at a local level here in Baton Rouge, we've seen programs such as Gas for Guns. Right. Are you familiar with the Gas for Guns program? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get we're a gas card. Turn in a gun. Get yeah, a gas card. Yeah. We don't ask any questions. We're, we're not we're not going to criminal. We're not going to, you know, just turn in your gun and here's a gas card. We're not asking any questions. Um, I think there's been pharmaceutical uh, drug disposal programs. Sure, sure. So, you know, I would want to see the statistics on how effective those programs are. I mean, if, if the idea is you're going to get a whole bunch of guns off the street, well, then you, you lose nothing by giving the gas cards out. It may not be the most effective way of getting the guns off the street, but um, that $50 gas card is, you know, I, I get it. There's people out there going, why are we giving these criminals 50 bucks worth of gas? Believe me. Because the gas costs, card doesn't shoot people? Well, now, number one, but if you're just trying to quantify the money, that 50 bucks in gas is way cheaper than the amount it costs to have officers go round somebody up, prosecute them, have the gun forfeited. I don't even want to know what that actually so costs. Wanna, I'm going to go here. And and we talked about, folks, we talked about this off air, so I, I, I want to go here. There's a cynical part of me. There's a jaded part of me no. that begs the question, is what this county sheriff doing a crime? And let me explain. So we are quite acquainted in this world of ours of, of conspiracy. Conspiracy is when you work with a whole bunch of people, you know. Come up with a plan. When you come up with a plan, there doesn't have to be anything more than one act in furtherance. Take a positive and, step and, in furtherance of the plan. And in the federal system, you, you, know, you're, you, you know, the conspiracy can be a wide, a wide net, so to speak. And it's about the second yeah, easiest but, thing to prove. Yeah, and in <laughs> fact, and, and understand, one person in the conspiracy might not know other people in the conspiracy, but there's a central figure, right? Right. So here's where I'm going with this. The sheriff's office is advertising, advertising, hey, we're going to help get rid of your competition. You know, attention drug dealers. You know, it's tough out there. We're going to help you. Yep. So- on some level, the jaded, cynical, messed up part of me, and there's there's folks, there's probably a lot of messed up parts of me, is looking at this and, and wondering, is this a crime? Uh, is the sheriff's office making itself an accessory? Because he's helping by, okay, theoretically, he's taking drugs off the streets. Right. Under an advertisement of helping other drug dealers. All right. So how is this not a crime? Well, he's not actively helping them sell the drugs oh, per no, no, se. No, no, but no, no, what no. he's doing is taking, removing other obstacles that would allow these drug dealers to expand their network. He uses the language competition. My yep. competitors, um, are you not making the profits you? Oh man, you once did. So 
I, I mean, I guess on a, in a weird way, it's it's in a it's a market effect, you know. But I I think it there. I'm not saying this guy's gonna look. What nobody's what gonna prosecute is, this guy. Things are tough. Help me to help you. Uh, <laughs> help me to help you. I, I just I I could see some weird federal prosecutor somewhere saying, you know, you know, this is kind of, this is kind of, yeah. And look, it would be a conspiracy, right? Yeah. I mean, it would be. Now, of course, on the other side of this is, you know, people people in law enforcement do control buys all and the not, time, and they're not. I mean, they're breaking the law technically by buying drugs, but it's in furtherance sure. of, of law enforcement. I just, man, I, you know, it's, it's funny. I laughed at it when I, when I first saw it. And then I was like, you know, you know, and, and look, if you folks, if you want to treat, if you want a special treat, go to the Facebook of this County. Um, there are comments that, oh, <laughs> you know, I can it's only just, imagine, you know, and, and look, you know, you know, Richard's already said there's no honor, there's no honor amongst competitor thieves. Nope. So if you're in the same guild, you know, but you know, you could theoretically, you know, what you could theoretically do is you could, you could write out one of the guys in your crew if you want to advance to the higher level of your crew. Oh, but if you get caught doing that, um, that, that might be a short lived no career net on that one. No, right? it might be a short lived career. This is the world we live in now, right? So, I mean, and you could theoretically do this with any crime, right? Any organized crime, you could do this drug. It works best with drugs because now, and now this also assumes that this also assumes that, you know, who are the other competitor drug dealers are, which, oh, come on. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you, you come may not. Come on. They know. And do you think now here's a question. Do you think that they're going to give more attention to the types of drugs. So for example, let's say you turn in somebody that's a marijuana dealer and, and that county is like, meh. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But if they're dealing heroin, look, there's opioids, there's always a hot button drug. Um, it, whether it's the cops, the prosecution or the judges, um, it's not pot these days. It just, just isn't, you know, a while back, wasn't there a extremely stiff penalty for getting caught dealing heroin in Heroin's, Baton Rouge? So heroin is, and I don't know nationally, but heroin's the the next to only opioids. Heroin is the bad of the bad. That's right. the worst of the worst. Um, you know, we locally have been been coming down really hard on that. We've been legislating as such. Uh, we are prosecuting individuals that that cause overdosage through distribution or through injection. Um, so yeah, I, I would assume that they're not looking for college kid Timmy no. who's dealing out of his dorm room. Couple of joints, you right. know, behind the football Although, stadium. No. I take that back. Because they may be looking, if they're working ladders, they could be working, looking for Timmy to get to his source, to get higher up. Possible. Um, you know, the other thing is, the other thing is, is there's probably other law enforcement investigations happening in that jurisdiction federal at a federal level. Oh, yeah. I hope they coordinated because that could get very tricky. That could get, get make things interesting, right? You think? Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're, drug dealer A rats out drug dealer B, who is the feds informant that's trying to get drug dealer C. I can see a lot of unraveling going. So on I'm going to I'm going to pose this question out there to the audience. Look, you know, what do you think? Do you think do you think that 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 we want this did we want this kind of law enforcement where we are actively actively soliciting criminals to help us fight crime. And and if you think so, you know, if you think so, let us know. You can email us at legallyunfiltered at gmail.com. Um, this is just one of those stories that, you know, and I, and I keep, 
why couldn't you use this in burglaries? Why couldn't you use this in in other crimes? Well, I, I don't think that. I don't know if burglaries are rampant in a certain area. I don't think there's competing burglary rings going well, on. This or, is kind of like Crime Stoppers, only just packaged differently, right? Right. right. Crime it's Stoppers, exactly what it is. Crime Stoppers, you you anonymous, anonymously turn somebody in, mm-hmm. and and ultimately, you know. But you know, maybe the law by law by law abiding citizens of that community, maybe they want this. Maybe they maybe they're kind of like you know what I just. I, I, I'm tired of, of what's going on. Yeah. Would this work in Baton Rouge? How would this play out in Baton Rouge? Would this work well, in Baton Rouge? Let's think about it. We have we know there's rival gangs here, as there are in many towns. We know that rival gangs often sometimes engage in the same business models. Um, I, I, I got to say, I got to say there's a possibility it'll work. I, I don't know for sure if it would, but... I think there's a possibility. I think it depends on the individual. And, and Richard and I, look, Richard and I represent people all the time who are not interested in cooperating. Their ethos is, is, is I'm not a snitch. I'm sure. not about that. I don't want to be about that. I represent sometimes, Richard, young individuals who get popped for drugs, who sure. are offered. And the way the offered works here is, you know, cooperate on three cases, help us get three arrests, help us get three search warrants and your charges will go away. And I've, I've held hands of clients where they're, they're cooperating. And I tell them, you know, at the end of the day, you are where you are. You can, you can cooperate. You cannot cooperate. If, if you want this to go away, um, you can cooperate now, but there are risk factors, right? Of course. Because when you cooperate with law enforcement against other cr- criminals, you're putting your life in danger. Now, when you when you buy and sell drugs, period, you're putting your life in danger, right? Of course. So, you know, I, I just, I, I have mixed, it sounds cool, right? It sounds funny. I just still have mixed feelings about this. I like the fact that I can wrap my brain around the fact that this might be a conspiracy crime. Um, and, and look, the logical conclusion again is if this works, there'll only be one drug dealer, which everybody will know who that one drug dealer is. And if it doesn't work, then it's been a funny Facebook post. But I mean, I just, nah, I don't know. But the dominoes aren't going to fall that way because you know, the way this actually works is drug dealer A rats out B, B gets busted and he knows what's going on. Obviously he's heard about this. Cause if we've heard about it way down here, I'm sure every drug dealer in Indiana has already heard about it by now. So that drug dealer is going to say, wait, 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 wait. I heard through the grapevine that this ever, guy ratted me out. And by the way, he's a drug dealer, too. You ever watch The Wire? I did not ever so watch on The, the Wire. Wire. This organized crime syndicate has conferences like sure. they sit down at a table and they have like, you know, kind of like a scene from Dark Knight. Like where Sons I'm, of Anarchy yeah, when they yeah, go to where, church. Right. So, yeah. so I, I don't know that they communicate on that level. Now, what we do know is. Whenever you have a, a individual that's arrested for dealing drugs and there's a confidential informant that did a controlled buy, most of the time, most of the time, if you give the, the, the client, the accused, enough information about when, where, and how, they can tell you who the in, controlled, or, oh, yeah. you know, who the confidential informant is because, you know. Well, they've, they've usually dealt with that confidential informant in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And look, you know, TV, TV and movies have have made this into one thing but the reality is the the reality is quite different right um and and you said dominoes falling in federal cases dominoes fall right and in, in federal cases it 
you know, you have a large scale conspiracy and, and one guy eventually folds on other people. And because there's incentives to plead, there's incentives to cooperate because they get less time. Yeah. You know, so if your incentives are if you cooperate at a state level, you may not have charges or if you cooperate at the federal level and you, and you get less time, then. Wow. So, yeah. Attention, drug dealers. The sheriff Jennings, the sheriff of Jennings County wants your help and uh, wants to help you. You know, this this is just a quick tangent. I know we're going to have to wrap things up soon, but, um, you know, a lot of states are trying to legalize certain recreational drugs. Mm-hmm. Um wouldn't it be cool? It's never going to happen, but wouldn't, we cool, wouldn't it be great if we could have a professed drug dealer in here as a guest on the show and get their take on legalization? <laughs> uh, no, don't make that legal. You're running me out of business. <laughs> I'm sure Talk 107.3 in Baton Rouge would love to, for us to have a guest drug dealer or former drug dealer uh, as a legally unfiltered guest. Uh, and on that note, if you like what you heard today, you can check us out on www.legallyunfiltered.com. We could record it under seal. Yes. Um, that's our website. That's where we, we post episodes. We post information about Richard and I. Um, you can also email us at legallyunfiltered at gmail. Dot com. Um, we would love for you to, you know, this is a radio show and a podcast. So uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, if you're not listening to Talk 107.3, you know, you can go to SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Google Play. We would love, we would love for you to leave us a review. Um, email us feedback, commentary, if there's things you want us to talk about. Uh, we, we love hearing from listeners. Um, but yeah, attention drug dealers man things are tough man it's tough out there for drug it's for, tough look you feel it in every industry right trying to make a living yeah i mean it's 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 government it's government intervention so that's about it for this episode folks uh have a great day and we look forward to talking to you next time the views and opinions expressed in legally unfiltered do not constitute legal advice if you would like it legal advice on the topics that we've discussed send us money that's right go ahead and retain us do not kids try this at home <laughs>